What is up, everybody? Thanks again for tuning into this episode of Wes Hoffman with Friends. I really do appreciate it. Happy holidays to you all. I know that um, Christmas is coming up soon and Hanukkah and all these other things that we are celebrating around this time of year. And of course, New Year's as well. Um, So I just hope everybody has a safe and happy holidays. And um, again, just a quick reminder. Excuse me. I am putting out new music. I'm actually going into the studio. Uh, by the time this comes out, I will have already went to the studio and recorded two songs at Encapsulated Studios. So um, again, I am so excited uh, to put this music out. And I was actually just watching a little video on YouTube today about motivation and about just competing against yourself and doing better than you did the last time around. And I really feel like I've leveled up with these songs I've spent hours upon hours practicing and writing these songs, and I'm very, very excited to just share them with the rest of the world, and um, I hope a lot of people listen to them, and I think that they will. So um, there's a lot of cool things in the works with that, So, uh, but one thing at a time, we got to record the music first, and then we're going to do a music video, and then we're going to plan the launch and everything. So uh, follow me on Spotify. Um, just look up Wes Hoffman. If you're already listening to this podcast on Spotify, just look up my name again and um, you'll see my artist profile come up. And while you're there, also follow the guests on this episode, Nominee. Um, these guys are awesome. Uh, I had the honor of playing a show with them um, uh, last year around this time. I think it was like September of last year. Very, very fun show. I've seen them live several times now and they are uh, just incredible. Uh, great melodies, great energy. Uh, they're just an awesome band and really cool dudes. So make sure to check them out uh, on Spotify or wherever Apple Music, wherever you listen to, uh, to music. Uh, listen to a few of their songs. They have some really, really good songs out there, and they're just great people. Um, that is pretty much it. I think that's pretty much everything that I... Oh, follow them online as well on Instagram at Nominee Music also. Um, and that's pretty much it. So thank you guys again for tuning in and enjoy this episode with Nominee. What is up, everybody? Uh, I'm here with a couple of the guys from Nominee. I've got Steve Flynn and Chris McClellan. How are you guys doing today? Good, man. Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for for joining me. Um, I'm stoked to talk to you guys. Um, I've actually like seen you guys play a couple of times here in St. Louis now. Um, had the honor of, of playing a show with you guys. And... Um, uh, I guess it was back September of last year, um, and I've I've just been like really into your music the last the last year or so, um, and so I'm really stoked to be uh, talking to you guys. So thanks for joining me. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, what 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 band? Uh, what band did we play with? It's it's just called. Yeah, it's just called Wes Hoffman. It's just under my name. Um, and I don't even know if you guys got to see me play. Uh, it, it, it's like a, um, we're a four-piece punk band, but it's like, um, I do all the writing and... Um, oh, no, I absolutely remember you guys. <laughs> I absolutely remember you guys. And, uh, we played, uh, where was that place? The, it had like the perfect parking for our two rigs out back. It was like a coffee shop and bar. The sinkhole. The sinkhole. Yeah. yeah. The sinkhole. Yeah. Yeah. And then you yeah. said, West, you, said cool. you, saw, you saw us at the at the way out, right? Yeah, the way out club. Um, they they haven't been doing too. Many, I mean, they were doing a, quite a few shows. Yeah. Whenever you guys played there, um, and I've I've been friends with the guys and keep flying for a little while now too. So, um, that was the first time that I saw you guys play, and um, uh, I just really dig your. Um, I'm a really big like advocate for melody in songs and like you guys are the perfect example of a band that like if I was watching you guys play and at the end of uh, at the end of a song that I'd never heard before I was singing along <laughs> so like oh, dude, that that is such a compliment man 
awesome. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's the kind of music that I like to make. I love how you guys like incorporate a lot of the, um, uh, like, you know, you have a lot of like background, a lot of woes and hey hey's in your music and stuff, or even just parts in your music that people can catch on to really quick. Um, and it's just, yeah. it's really powerful. totally welcome yeah like that was one of my big they were starting line was one of my big band bands that i got into like when i was younger too so i'm, I'm right there with you yeah it's, in songwriting i feel like we're pretty we're pretty lucky to have chris because he'll come up with something initially that's like me who's not as much as a songwriter as him you know i'll be like that sounds great and he'll be like no it can be way cooler or we more interesting or better or something like that and, uh, you know, he'll work on it for a day or two and come back and it, and it comes out to, you know, some of the unique notions that you're probably familiar with that like at first listen, even being another musician, you wouldn't, you wouldn't come up with, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, um, I'm, I'm actually going into the studio this weekend. Um, and I, I had to do that like several, I'm only doing recording two songs, but, um, I definitely took that approach this time around. I was like, maybe I shouldn't just go with the first thing that pops into my head. Like, it's kind of okay. I feel like it's okay to rework things like um, two or three times, even with the guitar riffs. Like, if I want stuff to be catchy, like, you know, maybe I come up with a riff and it's really cool. But, like, I'll kind of, especially now, I, you know, I taught myself how to record stuff on GarageBand. So, like, I can go back and be like, oh, maybe if I just took that note out or threw a different note in it'll stand out a little bit more. So it's cool to hear that you guys that, you know, that you're taking that approach as well. Um, I, I feel like I'm maybe on the right track. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it, dude, honestly, it's just always been the same way. Like from the first song we wrote, if, if we don't like the way, like if, if the, if the melody isn't perfect, like especially in, in whatever hook of the song is, if the melody isn't perfect, We'll sit on that song for two years until we figure out what is supposed to be there. Like we have literally done that. We have mm-hmm. we have songs that are coming out on a new record that I started writing in 2015. Damn. Thanks, Steve. Um, yeah. I started writing that chorus in in 2015, and I could just never figure out. Yeah, I think that's a good approach, man. Like, um, you know, I and a, a lot of that's resonating with me right now because I like getting ready to go into the studio. Like, I'm really confident about these songs, and I feel like I've felt better about this than I have any time before, any time going into the studio, you know, like uh, or putting out a song. So, um, yeah, that's I, I think that's that's true. That's that's a really good way to look at it, and. Um, tell me a little bit about like how how long have you guys been doing this? How how long has Nominee been a band? Seven years. Yeah, seven years. And seven years. Um, it'll be eight years in June. 
Okay. Okay. So tell me a little bit of like, how did you guys get your start? Like, uh, cause I feel like the first time that I, um, did you guys play So What Music Fest in 2017? We did, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I, so yeah, that... Two years, two years in a row. That, that was when I met, um, and I, I know you guys are really good friends with these guys, that's when I met the guys from Keep Flying and Sundressed. Um, I probably met you guys too in passing or something, or I at least remember hearing yeah. your name yeah, a lot. That was, actually the, that was actually the start of that Sundressed tour. We did a tour yeah. of them. Okay. Um, Oh no shit! Um, okay. So if you were with if you were with them at any point in time, we definitely crossed paths that day. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, tell me a little bit about like how did you guys kind of like get your start and and you know how did this? I I feel like I after that fest, like I started seeing your name around a lot and like, um, you know, I and I started listening to your music and I feel like. Um, I just I'm into I'm into your band and stuff, and I'm just kind of interested in hearing how you guys started and what's kept you going for the last seven years. Uh, yeah, I mean, way way back in the beginning, um, we had a different guitar player, uh, a friend of a guy still friends with us today. His name's Nate Posen, um, and uh, it, it, it honestly was it's like it sounds like one of those like cheesy. 90s like start a rock band movies it's i uh <laughs> i love it though I had, I, it is I, I had a i had a guitar cab uh like a 19 like an 80s jason 800 cab or something crazy on layaway at a music store that he happened to work at and i just like put money down on it and like never went to pick it up like you know whatever like the 23 year old guitar player i was <laughs> and uh, he wanted it and was like yo call this idiot who hasn't picked up his guitar cab and I did, and I and I'm from uh, the Northeast. Uh, I grew up between Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and uh, I went in and started playing a bunch of like Northeast kind of Long Island sound stuff um, to pick up this guitar cab. And Nate, who also is from New Jersey, him and Chris kind of grew up in proxy together. Um, was like, "Yo, is that you know glass jaw says that much other stuff?" And I was like, "Yeah," and literally was like, "Are you in a band?" And I was like, "No." And it's like, "All right, let's start one." And then I literally like went. From there to like my living room to like us picking up Andy, who's like still our drummer today, who like just left the band locally here in Austin. Uh, we had another bass player for a little bit, but then like shortly after that, like again, Cameron was in like another like great local band, but like left. And then we picked up Cameron, Cameron's still in the band. And then we were like stuck on singers for like a while. And Chris played this band called I Call Fives back in Northeast, and he did guitar. And like yeah, vocals. I remember. I know. I know. I Call Fives. Yeah. <laughs> so he was he was doing that thing. We were from out, and um, one day Nate was just like, "Yeah, this dude's got a great voice, but I, I think I can get him to move to Texas and play in our band." And at the time, I was like, "You think he can come from New Jersey, or Texas?" And he's like, "Yeah," and. Um, Chris tells this part of the story way better than I do, but pretty much <laughs> Nate, Nate hit him up and uh, and was like, yo, you should move to Texas to join my band. Like, here's a demo. And I think somewhere within like a week of that, Chris just like looked at his boss at, uh, you're working at what, the, the movie theater, right? Uh, cinema? No, I put, I, I put in my notice right then. I put in my notice right then. I was, I was at work and he, it was, I still remember it, it was, it was on April Fool's because he thought I was joking. He thought I was kidding. Uh, but he was like, he was like, hey, you want to move to Austin and join my band? And I was just like, like fresh out of I Call Five, like the, the girl that I was, that I was with just kind of like disappeared and I was like, yep. Like that stage is just exactly what I needed at the time. So I just and I knew that at that moment. And I leaned back in my chair, and my boss is a couple chairs down from me. And I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna move to Austin." And he was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "I was like, yeah, I'm gonna move to Austin. I'm not sure exactly when, but I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll let you know." And he was like, he was just like, "Uh, okay." Like, he just kind of lost it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I had been there for 12 years, so for me to, like, quit on, a, on like, a dime just wasn't what they thought coming, I guess. 
But uh, yes, I, I, I did that was on April 3rd, and I moved down on June 1st. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, man, I, I, I love that story, and I, and I think it's like, you know, I've had I've had several moments like that in my life where it's like you're you're gonna do something that other people aren't gonna understand or they're gonna think that you're crazy for a minute (laughs) but it's like you know you feel you have this like intuition and this feeling like this is the right thing for me to do it just feels like it's all clicking and you just like you know you follow that path and and look where you are now like (laughs) your life's completely different than it was before so Uh, completely different I'm completely different. I was never myself, you know, up there, you know, in, in, in that era of my life. I just didn't know who I was yet. Um, so it's like, with like that happening after starting this band here, this feels like, it feels like I'm doing it at home. You know, it feels like I'm, it feels like my, my community is, is my home. You know, and that's like not something that I would have expected moving here because I was fucking terrified. I was terrified from exhaustion. I, I just to move across the country. I, you know, grew up in kind of a small town, smallish, and it was moving scared the shit out of me. But I knew, like, like you said, I knew I had to do it, and and I am so glad I did. I'm so glad I did. Yeah. I have no idea where I'd be right now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love that, man. I, 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 I think it's awesome. And it's like, it's really cool to like, um, you know, I'm going through a big transition this year, this whole year. I mean, regardless of like the pandemic and everything, um, this year has been a big transition year for me. And um, it's this, it's been a year now since I've kind of made this transition. I got a new job and um, you know, my wife and I like separated and, and I moved into a new apartment and I've been here now for nine months. And it's, uh, it's, it's really interesting when you look back and you're like, where would I, what would I be doing right now? Or you would just, you know, that kind of feeling where you feel yeah. stuck and you make a decision and you move on, you go with it. And it's like, I'm, I made the right decision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, even my first year here was a nightmare, but I still like still knew that like what I was doing up there and where I was doing it weren't the things I should be doing, and they're not the places that I should have been doing them. So I like, regardless of where I was in the world, I knew that I couldn't go back to that. Yeah. You know? So it was just I was as, as shitty as things were up there. I was still happy to be here. You know, it's like, it's, you know, and, and it worked out, worked out for me. I, I, I met my wife, you know, like yeah. the, the four dudes in this band are like, they're the, like the only people that I invited to the wedding. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, you know, I, I, it sounds corny, but I feel like I just like had to sniff out where I belong. Yeah. No. And to your and to your credit, you had like people listening will be like, you will hear rough first year. To be fair, your first year here was like a test of your resolve. Like I, I knew I could trust you with anything after the first year you went through in Austin. The kid went through like three cars, oh. got diagnosed as a diabetic, like in front of my eyes. Like yeah. We we had to do some stuff. We bought, we Toronto yeah. bonded real, real hard and real quick. Oh, uh, we should have named our band Toronto Bond. Yeah, we <laughs> 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 We'd already be huge. Mm-hmm. That's We're awesome. Talking, like Chris's, Chris's first car died on the way driving himself to the hospital to get diagnosed. Oh my God! Diabetes. Yeah, <laughs> and we and we known each other for like. And this is like a, a credit to our hours. Yeah, this is a credit to our bond because like for like seventy two hours and he calls me and we go like we go down this group or whatever and then like you know, like we walk into the emergency room and this nurse comes up and is like looks at like the four of us like you know, like ruffians sitting in the waiting room and was like, Which one of you 
is his, uh, you know, like emergency contact, and we all kind of just like look at each other, like, uh, <laughs> and I ended up just being like uh, me, I guess, and going there, and, and this nurse is like giving me like pamphlets and things, and she's like, this is what he can eat, this is what he can eat, this is like what the deal is, and like, this is what his life is like forever now, and, and you're like, yo, I don't even know his middle name. Yeah. <laughs> like I met the, like I've been talking to this guy on the phone for two weeks and I met him like literally seventy two hours ago. <laughs> That's hilarious. I saved his number in my phone the minute he told me he had diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally like what it was. That's and we crazy. all like got, we all like moved into the same house together, like that like Andy and Cameron and I live in still to this day. But, like, again, sort of sight unseen, like, Chris is coming down. I was living with my sister. Like, Nate was living with his mom. And we're like, we need a house. And it was literally, like, Chris showed up, like, on that doorstep, like, to join the band and move into the house. Oh, man, that is so cool. Yeah, I mean, it does sound like a 90s story, you know, a 90s band, rock band story. But I, I love it, man. I think that's so cool. And, like, um... It seems like you guys, um, you know, one thing I meant to ask you this at the very beginning, but like, it seems like you guys tour a lot. Um, you know, how, how has that like, I mean, obviously that's affected you guys with the pandemic and everything. Like, you know, there's no shows happening. Um, like what, what were you guys planning to do this year that like you weren't able to do and how have you adjusted to like the state of things right now? Yeah. Like, it's not a it's not a sob story or anything because it's you know it just were a number in a book that happened to so many people this year. But like, man, <laughs> we were really excited for for twenty twenty. We were really excited. Um, yeah, we had and we had the record we had the record plans. Uh, you know, with Smart Punk, which was like our our debut with them. And oh wow! Okay, that's awesome. Uh, you know, time and effort and blood and sweat, like in the songs and the artwork and the planning and the tours and, you know, like we had, you know, we had seven years leading up to like what we, we felt was like a big coming out moment for us. Um, you know, so, and we're, you know, we're not guys that hesitate and, uh, you know, we want to tour hard. It's kind of, we're older, you know, kind of in the context of everything, like the guys and keep lying. And so like our, our mentality is like to get out there and earn, earn one fan at a time, you know, and that was a big part of this year was like put the record out and just play everywhere. Like that, that was, you know, a big part of what, you know, it's sort of like our part of our mantra, you know, it's just like get out there and do it. And like, that's how, that's how you move the needle. You know, there's no, we're not waiting for like overnight success or a blog, or sure. like, you know, some Spotify playlist to like magically drop it in our lap. Like we're the guys that are going to go out and get a fan one at a time by, interacting with people and, and you know playing hard stuff. So. yeah and like I mean if you get down to like the worst of it like I don't understand why people I mean I'm 34 years old man, but I still don't get why people don't want to tour but don't get me wrong some of the, like 34 sleeping on someone's floor sucks ass because you just fucking ache the next morning but like you spent the last night at at a show, like connecting with people and making friends and like getting to showcase this thing that you're super proud of and like like what could what could be cooler than that? You know, like so touring has always been you know fun to us, but like you said, it's about it's about making those connections and uh, you know and and Picking the boxes off one at a time, but obviously COVID, we our plans had to change, and you know now we but making plans for the future is you know it, it, it gives I don't know about you, Steve. Obviously, I do know about you, but it gives me a lot of anxiety. I'll speak for both of us. It gives us a lot of anxiety <laughs> when we when we think about planning for the future. It, it really does, you know, give us anxiety just simply because we don't know what the future is going to look like. It's, it's you know, it, it seems like right now people are throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. 
Yeah. As far as like the shows, like with like the drive-ins and like the live streams and live streams, table reserve shows, like whatever people are doing, whatever works for them. But like nothing is sticking. Nothing that that is out there right now feels like it's going to be what we're doing this time next year. And even if it is, none of those things have given bands of our size an outlet yet. Yeah. Like, like, you know, we can't, we can't play a 125 cap room and only allow 30 people in. Oh wait, that's what we've been doing our whole lives. Oh yeah.
better ourselves to become better as musicians and to write better songs and like Steve how many songs do we have right now? What? Like being written? Yeah, how many songs no how many songs are written right now? Got uh, like are we wait, are we including the two records? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I mean yeah, I mean between the two records, I mean like you're looking at sixteen. 15? Yeah. 16? Yeah. 16? 16. 16. And, and, yeah. an, and then there's another nine ideas in formulation yeah, that, that, you know, it, we're starting kind of a cool new writing process that Chris is totally spearheading and, and uh, we're all like really enjoying, kind of like to his credit, like it's like a new, a new thing that we're getting to do. But yeah, I mean, roughly, you know, somewhere in the, the, the realm of 25 songs. Wow. <laughs> within being able to be released within the next calendar year, in theory. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, is, yeah, it's honestly kind of overwhelming. <laughs> so is this... Yeah, it, it is. It's very overwhelming. Is the, re- is the record... Is, is the record an EP or is it a full length? Okay. Okay. Uh, and then we're we're doing something else too. But uh, we haven't said anything about it yet. And I don't know if Smart Punk would be. No fight. Everyone don't give a shit. But I don't know. Steve, you know Matt better than I do. Yeah, I mean we're working on uh, we're working on an acoustic record. But oh, sick. We're okay. Gonna, we're gonna surprise everyone with it some point. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. awesome. Well, I definitely want to go back to something that you said about like. Um, you know, the, the, that touring model of like, um, you know, winning your fans one by one, like that grassroots movement, like, I really do think, um, first of all, you guys do a phenomenal job of that because every, you know, the two times that you've come to St. Louis, like, um, whether there were a lot of people here or not, the people that were here, like knew your music, you know? Um, and I think that that's like, that's, that's a, like, I would rather have... Um, I would rather play a small show with people who give a shit than like a big show and half of them are like back at the bar, not really even paying attention to me playing, you know, oh, like, dude. but we're going to be home. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. You know, we're, we're right there with you. You know, it, it would be cool to like. Have a, to have like a lot of people give a shit, that would be cool to like fill a Yeah. Like it. I don't know the the fact that people can care that much about something that you create is like I, I, that. There's nothing that makes me happier. Nothing. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, and e- even when I was younger and playing in bands and stuff, like, and people didn't know my songs. It was like if if people were there and after the show, they were like, Oh man, that was, that was such a great show. Like, when are you playing next? Like when you feel like you won people over, that was even, that was like an accomplishment as well. Um, and, uh, I, I agree with you, man. Like, um, (laughs) I'm, I'm 37 and like, I just got back into playing music like five years ago. Like I played a lot when I was in like my early twenties and I took some time off when I like kind of, became an adult, you know, in quotations. <laughs> um, and 
like five years ago I started playing again and now it's hard for me to even imagine like um, even a few days going by with me not picking up a guitar um, or having some kind of idea and um, last year <laughs> last year we just did a little weekend we did like a show in Kansas City and then we did a show in St. Louis like back to back and that's only like a four hour drive but um, you know I, I was I'll have to admit like like and and all the guys uh, with the exception of like one of our guys is 25 but like uh all the other two of us like the other guy he, my best friend he plays bass he's my age and another guy he's 35 and um we we had like an Airbnb and stuff but like by the by the time that little two two day run was over man i think i slept the entire next day like <laughs> i was so wiped out but but dude i feel like I feel I hear what you're saying. It's like I'm live. You're living your life. Like when I when I'm doing stuff like that, when I'm playing shows and like, you know, doing something like that that seemed really small. Like I feel like I'm really living and I'm making things happen. And like, um, yeah, I, it's I, I don't understand why people don't want to do that either. Like I always love like going to a new city and um, just that that it's uh, that feeling of like adventure as well. You know, like. Do you guys still feel like that that is there for you even though you've been doing this for a while like just that f- excitement Yeah absolutely I mean like it was, yeah. it was a thing that, that Chris and I looked at each other like way early on and, and people it's something I think you even mentioned of like you know we tore a lot and, and, and like how did we do it or why and that there was no function other than like we made a record and like I think Chris and I literally looked at each other and we're like let's just call everybody we know and go on tour. And like, that was just like the way we knew how to do it. You know, like later on down the road, we would see bands like, you know, trying to use digital platforms or other things to release and create momentum. But like, that was never, you know, us being older, I guess all three of us, like there was never a mentality of that. It was, okay, you go, you go out on tour. That's what you do. This is how this works. That's how you catch a break. You know, like, you know, we've gotten help over the years, but, you know, like to Chris's credit, you know, in the first, uh, you know, I would say at least three to four years of us being a band, like, you know, he picked up and moved every stone uh, as far as booking the band went. You know, I filled in a hole here and there, but, uh, you know, to a large majority, you know, with me doing logistics and him booking shows, like, we moved the needle like that, you know. And yeah. we're lucky that everybody in the band, like, we didn't really have, like, anybody that was super green, so, like, somebody was always you know whether it was on the fly or like you know ahead of time like knew someone somewhere somehow from some band or some travel and and i think that that was a lot of our momentum as well you know whether it was like cameron looking through like the the you know local newspaper to get us a show in what seattle or portland (laughs) guys that chris and i have known for 10 years booking us a show like we figured yeah um and it was because like that is exactly where we wanted to be. You know, like Chris was saying, like even sleeping on floors, packing seven guys into a hotel room, like, you know, like there was never a question about like, should we be doing this? It was always like, man, yeah, we're tired, we're sick, we're whatever, we're broke, like fine. But like, there was never like a, this doesn't feel like the right thing to do. It was like, we're doing this. You know, maybe hard, but we're doing yeah. this. And that's like what it is. And we like, we are like ride or die in comparison to like in comparison to a lot of other bands that don't real that might not get along. We are we get along so well. Yeah. So tour for us is like like a true pleasure. Like I was sick one night, my my blood sugar was like through the roof. Um, and like everybody sat in the hotel room with me and watched like a movie. Like, and just hung out and just stayed awake with me until my blood sugar leveled out. Like, they could have done anything they wanted with their night, but that's what they chose to do. And things like that make it a lot easier to be away. Yeah. And, and like, I feel like ultimately that feeling of being away is what, is what kind of takes people out of the game. Yeah. It's the isolation. Exactly. Exactly. So if we if we don't feel as isolated on tour because we have seven people in a hotel room or, or seven 
people sleeping in the van. It's like, it sucks, but we're doing it together, and it, it, it doesn't, I guess just because we get along so well, it doesn't, like, it never feels like, it, it, you just never really stop to think, like, oh, this sucks. You, it, it, that doesn't really happen. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, like, I think it's a, a function of, of us kind of starting together, you know, like, like the, yeah. nom- the nominee that you'll see next year is pretty much the nominee that it started. You know, we haven't cycled through members yeah. like, and so like, you know, the, like our highest and lowest moments over the last seven years together, like like these dudes are my brothers. Like you know, like I said, we were at Chris's wedding. Like that was like you know in his life one of the happiest moments in his life, and like coming off the tail end of like one of the darkest moments in my life. And like you know, like we've been through such highs and lows together that like. If Chris and I are to get into a disagreement or something like that, at the end of the day, like, I know that dude's chemical of makeup, you know? And and that makes things like the road and, and the studio and things easier because, like, like we really care about each other as human beings yeah. outside of just being in this band. And, like, I think that shows in, in, in the way we sound and the way we act and things like that because there's no, like, one person, this, that, or the other thing. Like, you know, like, we're here together you know um, oh yeah but even when we do stuff like this you know we were talking about like you know like oh like on the, on the podcast or something like it could just be me or something like that and like I, I truthfully don't feel like that's a comfortable representation you know the guys sure like, Chris and I as a tandem representation and, and, and like it's, those sorts of things for us are just sort of factual just and it's through experience in, in, in my opinion and uh, I think because th- we've kind of grown we've grown together yeah. When I was 23, you know, and I'm 31. <laughs> That's a lot of life, man. Well, I think That's also a lot of life. that that shows in your music too. And one thing that I've always loved about any band, but specifically about you guys, is you know, I think at, at, in some of your songs, at one point, you know, there's five people in your band, and three of you guys are singing, like maybe even four. You know, like one person singing harmony, other person singing background vocals. Like you guys all are kind of like this cohesive unit that works together. And like um, also on on that note that you're talking about, like since you guys have all been doing it together for so long, there's like this there has to be this um, what it sounds like is this like sense of purpose for all of you. Like you're all invested. You've all put your time and energy into it. So it's like you all feel like. It, it seem I can see where that could be. Like, hey, we're all in this together. It's not like one dude just joined last week. Like, we're we've all been doing this for a while, and that's like what makes it work. It, it, does that? Am I am I on the mark with that? Yeah, like we all have, we, all, we all have pretty equal like skin in the game. You know, it's not for like, sure. You, you know, like anybody's been here longer than anybody else. Like, and it, and bands like love to play that dynamic. Like, you know, the bands that I you know I came from before, and I think Chris could say the same. Like. There was a lot of like, you know, like pardon my French, but like dick swinging, and like that's something that like, for me, like this is like blood, like these are my brothers, you know, like and I always, yeah. you know, like I wanna, I wanna push for them, and they wanna push for me, and, and everybody's got their specialties, and uh, you know, it's really for me, it's 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 something that like I learned, unfortunately, in a pretty negative context before this band, and, and we've always been pretty hard about. You know, like how, you know how how we care about each other. Because like because it was just a bunch of dudes that I'm playing guitar with and things like that. Like, then it's not worth it. Yeah. Then it, then it's just yeah. Like whatever. Then it's just whatever. <clears throat> then it's just something I'm doing. Um, but I really feel like, yeah, like nominee works for me because of the people that are. Yeah. And it's like a like like a, like a almost too true democracy. Yeah, it's like you know we not to, we don't do anything unless it's unanimous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that helps as well. And we we actually all listen to each other when it comes to you know bringing new ideas to the table. I think you know our communication is is, is good, and it's you know I I think that goes a, a, a long long way. Yeah, goes a long way. But to anybody out there listening, like that took work, <laughs> you know, like yeah, it's taking work. Sure, you know, we are both still is. Is. We both have to be very patient, uh, especially with one another. But like, 
yeah we're still we're still like to this day we're still learning like new things about each other and, and push yeah we had a fucking blowout yes we did we absolutely did <laughs> you know what though but now we're we're laughing about it. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I was, I was going to say this earlier is like anytime, you know, you were talking about your, like when you first moved to Austin, Chris, like I feel like anytime in my life that things get really shitty, that they're about to get really better. It's like anytime that it's like, okay, there's nowhere that I can, I can only go up from here. But I feel like also with relationships, um, depending on like what type of relationship, but with my close friends, like, any time that we've had like any kind of confrontation or blow up or like frustrating moments, our relationship always gets stronger after that. Oh, for sure, I agree with that. Uh, in any relationship, in any relationship, you know, you it's it, to me, it's a matter of just leveling the field, just just you know, seeing eye to eye with one another and getting on the same page, like. You know, this is Steve and I, we literally talk every day. There's not a day that we don't talk. And, mm-hmm. you know, even then, you know, you start to, you start to kind of, I don't know, I, I, it's not resent one another, but it's like, like if things start to slip your mind, if you're talking every single day and you're, you're trying to do something every single day or trying to make progress on something every single day, other things will start to slip to the cracks. And you like, you know, there's a, there's, never a reason to be like mad at someone your band because at the end of the day it's you're in a fucking band and, and if you wanted a 9 to 5 with TPS reports you would go out and do <laughs> but like but that's not what any of us signed up for and at the end of the day we all know that about each other and we give each other you know just the benefit of the doubt more than anything and, yeah. and at this point it's more or less like people in the band have very specific roles so we don't like, you know, when when Steve comes to the idea or comes to the table with like a merch idea, for example, we just listen because he knows better than us. He's into like the vintage and shit. So we just kind of listen to him and do what he wants to do because they, it just kind of makes sense to us. Um, and then when it comes to like like demoing a song out, we know we're, we're going to go to Steve and he's just going to take care for that. Like everybody has a very specific role. So as long as we are all held accountable, like we did in smooth sailing for nominee. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I think we're lucky to develop that too, because you know, like like I was saying earlier, like that that took work, you know, and like yeah. you know, like Chris is Chris is our voice and our lyricist, and again, it's something that like you, once you develop a, in my opinion, once you develop a sense of trust for a person. And, like a creative relationship like that like I don't I'll, I'll read the lyrics if he wants me to you know <laughs> um, but like but like at the same time I'm not like let me see those lyrics like make sure they're cool like I know I know that you wear your heart your sleeve and I know that you're saying exactly what's on your mind I trust you and your genetic makeup and where you stand on social issues and like I know it's gonna be good you know and to be able to like go into situations like that confidently Freeze me up, like he's saying, to do things like merch and aesthetics and things like that. Work with our creative director, Dom. Like, it's just like, man, at a certain point, like when the machine is like working, like we just you gotta feel blessed because like I've been in bands where it's like, wait, those are your lyrics? Like, oh my god, you can't say that. It's just just like like man to man, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, no, we do not refer to women like that, like kind of shit. And it's just like, man, like. Yeah, it, it, it gets easier, you know, and it gets, it gets harder because the stakes get higher. But like, sure. It's just, it's very interesting, you know, and it's like, we just gotta, like, what I realize in, in this business is you gotta chalk it up to how fortunate you are more often than you are. We're all getting rough beats. We're all, you know, we're all fighting for a one in a million chance to have one in a million chance. And, you know, like, enjoy the ride, man. And, like, because if you're not doing that, then, like, get out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you know, dude I, I totally agree with you on that, man. Like, you know, even, even this podcast, like I, I've been podcasting for a long time. Like, um, it's been a little over six years now off. I've been involved in like a couple, you know, this podcast and a couple others. And like, 
I don't do it. I do it because I enjoy connecting with people like you and I, and I want to share your story and, um, you know, like I, and I, it's like, I'm not doing it because I want to become the next Joe Rogan, you know, like I'm, I'm doing it because I'm just enjoying the ride and like, and, um, it's yeah, fun. And, genuine interest in and, it. and yeah. And sometimes it's not fun and I don't do it for two weeks. And then I'm like, get, I get my passion back for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, so, uh, uh, but dudes, yeah, thank man, you guys so much. Just to chase after anything. Oh yeah, of course, man, of course, of course. <laughs> um, and dude, yeah, I mean, when when shows, you know, knock on wood, if shows start coming back, you know, we'll be we'll be back up there quicker than you know it. Hell yeah. I can't wait. I, I absolutely can't wait. And, um, I will be there. I mean, I would love to play with you guys again, but if not, I'll be there in the front, in the front row singing. <laughs> well, without, without what? I'll be, without yeah, I'll be, I'll be shouting in your face. Um, I might have a mask on that. Who knows? We, I, we might be, we, we might be wearing masks for the rest of our lives. Like, um, but maybe, maybe. I'm kind of here for it. I'm gonna like it. Yeah. I don't care. So, so is there anything before I let you guys go? Is there anything that you have coming up soon that you want to like promote? Um, this will probably be up in about a week from now. Like, is there anything that you guys have coming up, like a song or um, live stream or anything that you guys are doing that that you would want people to know about? Um, like directly findable? No, but I would say uh, you know uh, keep keep close on our pulse because we have some stuff that we're trying to surprise some people with. And, uh, I mean, definitely within the next, from when this is coming out, you know, within the next 30 days, uh, we'll be, we'll be putting out some cool stuff, whether it's like art, music, you know, Hell yeah. always, all the above. stuff, some merch, all the above. So we got, we got plenty in the works. So if you keep your eyes open between, you know, December and January, uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed if you're looking for something. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! I can't wait. Well, you know, uh, you know what? we're gonna release a song very early in the year. Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. Well, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. So, um, thank you guys again so much. This has been so much fun to just like, um, you know, hear your story and talk to you guys. And um, you know, I can't wait to see you guys play again. And um, yeah, I mean, just thanks for your time. I'll, I'll let you know uh, when this is up. Yeah, yeah, we're sure. Interested. You have an interest in having us on, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anytime, you, anytime you want to chat, dude, like you just let us know. And, and you know, Steve and I like uh, when it comes to these like more casual conversations, we love these like long form type things. So yeah, like, yeah. If, if you ever want to chat, just hit one of us up, man. Okay, hell yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate Shout that. It up, dude. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about it as well. That's like one of the reasons why I do this podcast is because I always really liked just having long conversations with people and like, um, you know, I, I do have I can ramble sometimes, but I just kind of like hearing about what drives people and like what challenges they've overcome and all that kind of stuff. So I appreciate you guys sharing all everything with me. Awesome. Well, much love, guys. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Take care. Right. Be safe. Bye-bye.